0: We are live,
1: yo. Dirt Malone's eating vegetables. Live, that's that chewing you hear. It's
0: getting throaty on
1: some cumber's. Like a rat, a rabbit. Some Ribbit. cukes. Rabbit. We gotta Have take. Heard,
2: we gotta take the seeds out of the middle.
1: Have you heard that often? Why is that? Why
2: is that? Oh, it's just.
0: I feel yeah. like that's like an important part of it's it. It's firmer. Actually, that's usually the skin that's the healthiest part, right? Of like, course,
1: yeah. You would never discard any part of a cucumber. I don't see. Yeah, like, I don't, but, I don't like, understand I think why like when, you would do that. There, more. well, no, the, the seeds nutrients. make it really
2: soggy if you don't eat it after two days. That's interesting. Unless you do thin slice. That's Interesting. On. Oh
1: well, you know what? I I, I feel do, like I you should,
0: need to have like a deli meat slicer on should, in your kitchen. I should. I should
1: defer to you in this regard because no one I know has spent more time with cucumbers mm. than Dirt Malone. As you are, pause. Pickle As you baron. are the pickle baron. So, I will defer to you in that regard. That's right. But I do believe in eating uh, vegetables, fruits, and organisms com- completely intact if possible.
0: I guarantee if you opened up like a restaurant and that was the thing, like. Oh,
1: yeah. No waste at all.
0: Yeah, like and named it and you know, branded it properly. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: It's like the first non-waste restaurant. Yeah, yeah. You come in, you so have, to, cl- have, you have can... to clean your plate.
0: Like the 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 the, the, uh, the utensils are made out of bone. Yeah, I clean. Like your pl- do like a Clean whole... your plate.
1: Yeah. That's the name of the restaurant. There's clean no plates. plates, dude. You yeah. can't use yeah, plates. it's yeah, yeah, no, gotta be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carcass. You eat it off of like a stone. What? <laughs> Bring the
0: motherfucking carcass.
2: My dream is to fucking have the pickle business boom. Okay. Get all my money. Yep. And then
1: he's gonna go out into the wilderness. He's gonna grow a beard. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good plan. Sounds about right. That's a good plan. I might do that just... Step A. I might just do that anyway. <laughs> step A, jar of pickles. Some days, that sounds like a really viable option, actually, just wandering out into the wilderness. Can you imagine, Greg, There's just moving of to the to be... woods with sure. no phone ever?
0: Sure. <laughs> no. I could. It would be an... Ex- it would be that an ex- would be really awesome. It though. would be a huge change, but it wouldn't be, in my opinion. Like, it wouldn't be... Like, you're very, solitary is not the right word, but, like, you're, uh, it's the word I'm looking for. Like.
1: He's trying to say this nicely. <laughs> no, no, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, I don't think it's I don't I don't even detriment. know what you're going to say. I'm just fucking with you.
0: But I mean, like, you're thoughtful, you're, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. that's like, that's like not the, there's two types of people I think right, who would, like, do something like that. Like, one just completely lost it. Right, right, right. It's yeah. like.
1: Ted Kaczynski. Yeah, Ted
0: Kaczynski, Je- Ted Kaczynski like, Jesse Ventura, who's got, like, you know. He's got, like, a, a satellite
1: that runs on snake blood. I still like the body. <laughs> I still kind of like the body. I mean, he's I still got... feel like half the stuff that comes out of his mouth is, is totally on point. The other half, the other half is not the, so much. Right, well, it's like, yeah, uh, you
0: know, he's like the wealthy version of a unfortunately unwell, like, homeless guy who's right, telling right. you, like, right. who's standing outside of a huge bank on Wall Street right. and is like- Actually, saying accurate things half the time, but then also is saying it to like a sock puppet.
1: I think, <laughs> like I think, Jim Carrey. Yeah. I think the body could have been that dude, like, you know, because like people wanted the Bullworth candidate, and Trump yes. is not that. Right. But the body could have been that. You know I, what I mean?
0: I think he has like all those positive traits. Yeah, yeah. That no, no. That guy should have. I, I'm
1: not. I'm saying that he doesn't have those. I, I think he's gone too far off the reservation right. at this point. But if you're talking about Ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Oh right? yeah. So like he was, he was the rock. The he was anti-establishment, guy. but he right. also was like from humble beginnings. Yeah. He also like uh, um, has an athletic he's, background. Right. He's a fucking Navy SEAL. Right. Like he's got all these yeah. r- a very wide variety of things. He was a third-party governor, right? Yeah. He wasn't. A, he wasn't yeah, a Republican or li- Democrat.
0: And he had fight. to like fight. You know, it was warfare yeah. to win. Yeah. Yeah. For you know? sure. For sure. Scenes.
1: So like, I feel like he's the kind, and he's like not scared to speak truth to power. So right. Jesse the Body is, is still a place in my heart for Jesse. The I guy.
0: like Jesse the Body, yeah. just in terms of him. Like he's a little, he's a little unhinged, yeah, and yeah. a little like the conspiracy theories are like, you know, oh. Alex yeah, Jones sure, sure. eschaton. Yeah, it's like, sure. uh, dude, like I totally think the world should be better, and we have to do all these right. things, but like I don't believe that, you know, uh, there's. Chemtrails or what you know what I mean? Yeah, like these crazy things that are Well, you
1: know, know, the the interesting thing about the body too was the fact that like I don't know how to articulate it properly. Well, I feel like so we're people were looking for that that sort of counterculture candidate. Mm-hmm. Um and he to what boys. what's really interesting about him, right, is the fact that like he's a Navy SEAL, right? right. Uh Veteran, obviously, a Navy SEAL during NAM, which is, like, whole next level. You know what I'm saying? Seen some shit. Brutality. Yeah. Which and, probably explains And he was, like, one of the guys who was, like, against um, the, like, who was on the side of the NFL players who were kneeling. Yeah. And, like, his whole point, right? And his whole point, and this is, like, all aesthetics and politics aside. Right. His whole point is, like, you know why they don't have to stand for the national anthem? Because this is America, and America's great. <laughs> and the reason America is great is because you don't have to do stuff like stand for the national anthem because right. that patriotism it's is like not... patriotism what you're doing patriotism, like or... <laughs> patriotism, yes. Because <laughs> yeah. patriotism is not mandated by the state. Right. And and that's what makes America fucking amazing. Right. You don't have Those to worry sort of...
0: about like getting
1: nope. hauled into a van in the middle of right. the night by the government because right. you're critiquing the king. That's it. Like, that's it. You know. and, I think, and I think the, the people who in, in with all the right impulses to want to defend these... Um, gestures right. and symbols.
0: Right.
1: That part is lost on them. It's
0: a slippery slope. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because
1: yeah. I I'm I totally understand why they feel that way and why right. they want to because, because we, we are very fortunate to live where we live and to have the freedoms that we have and we take those things for granted. So I understand why they want to show respect for the symbols of are national at yeah. all times. But the thing that's lost on them is that one of the things that makes America so special is the fact that you don't have to agree that any symbol or person is fucking, right. you know, uh, is any better than any other symbol right. or person or, right. or, or worthy or, or needs your respect. And that's why Dirt Kneels. And, you know, that's and what, hey, you know that's it. every time.
2: US and A, greatest country in the world.
1: As always, I, I totally agree with Borat. But, uh, you know, it's a, I, re- it's a new religion. I only
2: kneel when I go to Jack Shacks. <clears throat>
0: jack houses? Jack House. <laughs>
1: When you do a tour of the local jack houses in whatever town we happen to be in. <laughs> That's all, man. It's the underbelly. The, you know?
0: Whatever the hell turns you on that doesn't violate the freedoms of
1: another human being. That's it. Amen. It's That's all all about it. America. That's the exact same freedom we were just talking <laughs> about. That's exactly the same. <laughs> you <laughs> freedoms we were just talking about not to like you kneeling at glory holes. <laughs> Greg, yeah. Greg, Colin Kaepernick. Greg says he's big things, and things and I just throw it off the rails? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever
0: floats your chum,
1: man. Oh, absolutely. Uh,
0: not to harp on the anthem thing, because we all know how much fun that is. Mm. But I was Always. thinking recently, you know, like the GI Bill. I don't know if you've seen like the GI payments. The VA totally fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And like all these vets are like getting evicted, and were shorted on their GI pay this year, and are like eight months behind on like imagine being eight months behind on paychecks, right? <sighs> and so that happened this year, and the VA came out and was like, "Ah, you, all right, you're fucked. That's it. We're not. We're never paying you that." And then they're like, "All right, maybe we try to." Chill. But I was watching this all unfold. and I was thinking like, man. Wouldn't it be just a beautiful thing if somebody was like I'm going to protest this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is worth protesting yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm going to kneel. Yep. I was thinking like man, then cuz like if somebody did that, yeah. I I think it would put in the put it all in perspective. Of for a lot of people who are against it, just yeah, yeah. knee jerk, automatically, you don't like America? You don't like the fuck? Right, right. It's like, no, it's more than that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, of course. you don't think these vets love America? Right. What they don't like is getting the shaft. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's like, sometimes people get the shaft, sometimes it's an entire group.
2: Yep. I wonder why vets like, aren't pro, they should
0: protest that. I mean, they're Shit. protesting, sure they they're are. like picketing outside sure. of things, but also like the thing that's fucked up, and it's the same reason that, like, Police brutality's fucked up and all it's always like vulnerable communities who are of taking course. it on the chin. Yep. And what everyone wants to do is divide us. The reality is if all these if everybody who got hacked and their identity stolen or the bank charged them every Citibank charged everyone ten dollars this month and we're just like, ah, just take it in the ass. That's how it works.
1: Yep. And the maintenance fees.
0: Right. And the vets who don't get their their checks and you know, the guy who's getting pulled over coming home from work. Um, if all these communities ever just realize how much they have in common, they're all just taking it in the shaft a different way, but the same name's always on the handle. It's like then 99% of the people who are ha- losing all their wealth versus the 1% who keep making more and more money, there'd be more of a balance. But instead, they keep us, you know, yeah. like even countries in the Middle East, like the the princes in Saudi Arabia have more in common with the Bush family Um then, you know what I mean? Like, they have a lot in common. Us and the people on the ground, Saudi Arabia, actually have a lot in common. Oh, of course. Because we have these ruling
1: classes. Yeah, of course. That,
0: that you know.
1: Uh, ruling classes, dynastic families. That have tons
0: of wealth. Like, you just think, like, the Bush family, for example, had two presidents in one family. Yep. And they just happened to, like, run a bank 150 years ago. Like 41
1: and 43, you
0: know. The odds of, like, two people in one family. Yeah,
1: skips a generation. Crazy. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> uh, but anyways, I'll get yeah. off my pistol, yeah, but yeah. I was just thinking that recently, I'm like, wow, here's a perfect example yeah, yeah. of why like peaceful protest. Yep. Our vets should get their GI Bill fucking check so they don't get evicted. Half of them are stretched to the, the max right. mentally, yeah, of course, financially. You know what I mean? That we give them free prescription drugs when they sign up for the army and it's like they come home and we can't even give them their goddamn check.
1: I mean, they often <laughs> say that, you know, we'll, we'll, t- we'll train these guys, um, you know, physically. They'll, we'll um, arm them and tell them how to take care of and how use ca- a weapon. Right. But in terms of how to care for themselves, right. their minds,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, we don't, we don't do that so well. And then, then they come back after really laying everything on the live, line for our country and are often totally forgotten. Cast aside, and you know, like, you know, uh speaking of Nam earlier, like uh, those guys came back and were sp- spat upon. Oh yeah, you know, by right. many Americans, and it's like, you know, what the going fuck? through hell, yeah. and come yeah. home, yeah, and it yeah. keeps going, going through going. hell that yeah. you didn't choose. You, in most right. instances, you were not choosing to go to, right. you know, and it's like, man, you know, it's like a, you talk about like our values as a country and a society, and where we lose our way, and it's like,
0: well, it's because we we these superficial divisions, yeah, of course, that people profit from. Yep widening yep you know what i mean like uh i don't know i just have never i know you guys same it's way all like,
2: fucked up.
0: well it's all fucked up but it's also like it's human nature to be like afraid or unsure of a different culture or a different group of people sure. like the that's other, a natural fear of
1: the other is a natural inclination right and like
0: animals and species and cultures sure. and countries have survived because of that
1: instinct right
0: 50,000 years ago,
1: 20,000 years ago. Knowledge and understanding are the things that overcome those. Well,
0: right. Well, yeah. now we're supposedly like we've had the enlightenment. Supposedly. We've, science and all these great things and, you know, um, uh, all kinds of re- revolutions and Lutherism and like, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. like uh, all kinds of uh, these huge moments that were supposed to help us overcome that natural inclination. But there's there's just these systems and people in place who are like, you know, how I could make a lot of money if I make like Joe and Bill hate each other. Of course, of course. And then I could sell rocks to Joe and Bill. Yep. (laughs) And now the rock guy's got tons of money, and Joe and Bill are like, if I see Bill, I'm gonna. And like meanwhile, it's you know, there's puppets, puppet master above Joe and Bill, and I'm just, it's so tiresome, you know. Like there's no reason that like peaceful protest. Uh, that we shouldn't always, like, love that. Absolutely. We need so much more of that because the game is fucking rigged for so many of us and most of the world that, you know, it's the only way. And yeah.
1: respectful people discussing things. Right. Like, two people completely disagree just discussing right. something with respect for one another. Like, it's such a, it's such a low bar, and it, which is why I'd like to take a moment for bipartisanship to talk about a Republican. Go for it. Because this past week, as Sco referenced earlier, Bush 41 passed away. Yep. Right? George H.W. Bush. And there are probably a hundred things politically- or skeletons in the closet from Iran-Contra and before.
0: Really or yeah, well, that
1: that I would have real problems with, right? right? Whether things that he personally co-signed or people in his his greater circle. Right. Same way I feel about Bush. I think Bush is probably George George W. Bush is probably a generally decent human being, but he was surrounded by a circle of people who the, you could right. question that, right? Yeah. So I think that's always the case in government, just to varying degrees. But one of the things that I found remarkable, right, was when, uh, and I didn't even catch all of it, um, but it was sort of like it, it, it backed up um, what I already kind of knew about the dude, right? But talk about a resume at arriving at president. Uh, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. He came he came from, just as the Kennedys did, came from a background of privilege of and all that sort of stuff, right? So it's not like, uh, you know, he rose from the, the ashes yeah. from the slums to, to get to where he was. But he was a fighter pilot in, in World War II. Right, yeah. War hero, you know, um, like was uh, rescued at sea after he got shot down, <laughs> right. right? Real shit. Right, yeah. right. real shit, okay. Tusk. And then, so there's all that, right? Um, he was, uh, I believe, was he a senator from Maine? Was he a senator from Maine?
0: He's a senator, from yeah. From Maine, yeah. I think.
1: Maine, maybe? Uh, was it Maine? I think it might have been Maine.
0: It's weird they're like
1: Skull, Dirts on a board. All right, so anyway, he was and and dirt's he producing. got he was chosen, right? A Republican senator from from Maine, right? And he was chosen to be the Senate um committee chair right for Watergate. Right. Right? And Nixon loved him and spoke so highly of him, treated him so kindly, and he had to write the letter to Nixon that says, "Mr. President, you need to resign." <laughs> yeah, right. And this is like his guy, right. like a, like a mentor almost. And right. he's telling him, "You need to resign." Right? right. So he had to do that. Right. Then he, they were like, "Let's give, let's give old old uh, HW, uh, a nice cushy diplomatic gig in the U. N. Send him to be a diplomat. You could go to Paris. You could go to Berlin." Yeah. He's like, I want to go to China because the future's in China. Wow. So he goes to China, okay? And he's yeah. a diplomat in China. Wow. This is like 45 years ago. Right. A diplomat in China, right? Hardcore communist China, not China we know now, yeah. right? For uh, several years, until he gets a call and they say, "We need." Gerald Ford tells him, we need you to come back and be the head of the CIA. <laughs> so he comes back and he's the head of the fucking CIA. Yeah, he saved the CIA. And everybody, saved everybody tells yeah. him, you take this job, your political career is pretty much over because it's 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 such an important job but it's also sort of a dead end politically. Yeah. You make a lot of enemies. You're not going yeah, you're not yeah. it's it's going to hurt your career and he's like, "Yeah, but the country wants me to do it. I got to do it." So he goes and he's the head of the CIA, right? Comes through that, right? And in 1980 he wants to run for president, right? Runs, loses to Reagan. Reagan picks him to be vice president. He's vice president for 8 years. Yeah. <laughs> then he's then he runs crazy campaign against Dukakis, he's president for four years, then he loses to Clinton. But I said, holy shit. And I I left out a a whole chunk of stuff. No, of course. But talk about like ridiculous. (laughs) You know, because I I used to, I, I would argue about 2016, and it still stands. But I thought you had like Two flawed candidates, one who was ultra-qualified and one yeah. who was terribly qualified. Yeah. Well, who's not qualified at all and one who was ultra-qualified, but right. both very flawed candidates. Yeah. Right? I felt like that's what we had in 2016, so that was the choice. Right. Person, person you don't like who's qualified, person you don't like who isn't qualified. Right. right? That's how um, we looked at it. Yeah, yeah. That's how we a looked lot, at it. Everyone else was like- oh, of course. One's a politician, one isn't. Of course. I hate politicians. No, of course. But well, I felt like there's if a if, lot going if, on. If, yeah. I felt like if I distilled it down far enough, yeah. it was like qualified person who was, I don't like Right. A secretary of state who spent right. years in the White House
0: right. was like a community activist before her husband. Right. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Like it was just involved in the law yeah. and civics yep. and civic duty. Right. Her whole entire life.
1: Ultra qualified. Right. But just flawed. Yeah. And and the other guy was not qualified and flawed. Right. So anyway, so I arrived at that at that election think, thinking right. to myself, like, okay, like that's the situation. She's ultra qualified. So then when I was looking back and you think about like the um the resume, what on paper each each president's you know um, background looks like when they arrive at the presidency, right? And just H.W.'s just resume is just I know. insanity crazy. in terms of a person who was prepared for the office. And the reason that I'm over here uh, talking him up, beyond just the fact that he was so prepared for the office, was that he's a de- he was a he he stood for decency. Yeah, he stood for uh, class and decency in treating uh, the loyal opposition with respect. Right. Right. And things like that, and that's not me saying he's a perfect guy. Yeah. But in the light of where we live now, oh God, I see, I, mean, I see, I see people who act with decorum, like gentlemen, treat people with respect, and who I saw him in a debate. You know, this week because they show all this footage, I saw him in a debate defending his decency, saying, yeah. saying like, you know, uh, I'm going to take hard stands on things, and I'm going to, uh, you know, um, be make, uh, you know, have unpopular opinions from time to time, but. Uh, you're going to have to forgive me if I'm decent in that process, right? You know, what I mean, that I'm not going to sling mud and be disrespectful and, and those sort of things. That's not to say, like I said, this is not an argument I, about uh, somebody's perfection, but you just see about character. And, well, it'd dig- be nice.
0: Dignity. I mean, I can't believe I can't believe that I even have to like bring this up. I guess I just took it for granted, but like you know, words like integrity and character. Yep. It'd be nice if that was mentioned, of course, valued. Yep talked about yep in when it comes to civics yep and people who are employees of the public yep like you would think that would be a prerequisite a minimum yes to carry yourself Absolutely. that way and somehow we've, in this country now it's just about um and i really believe that like algorithms right and social media fuel this sure but it's now about meanness right and and drawing blood
1: right well, it's, what's the personification? What's the personification? Dirt's nodding. What's the personification? He of, is here, people. What's there the personification? Is, no, no. no. And I, I like to, I I like to listen I, I blame, when it comes no. to political stuff. If dirt's, dirt's quiet that long, I blame myself. And no, it no, means no. that we're talking about, like, obscure or, up, stuff uh, or whatever. I'm looking up HW. Okay. All right. So so just just to, to finish that, right? Like, um... It, to me, uh, it's so bizarre how my bar has been lowered and shifted in terms of my view of politics and that sort of stuff. Right. Now it's like, here's the basic. Here, here, here's here's the bar. Yeah. Do you genuinely do you genuinely care about the country?
0: Yeah.
1: Now I could completely disagree with everything you think. Right. Do you genuinely care about the country and the well-being of the country? And everyone in it. And everyone in it. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Right. Everyone. The the genuinely be- now, your method for caring for everyone in it could be completely misguided. But do you genuinely believe, do you genuinely care about the well-being of the country and the people in it? Yeah. And are you not a scoundrel? Right. Almost, that's all I care about.
0: Oh, I think that's where, I think that's
1: going to be. That's the new, the, that's the new shining, think, the new shining hill on the sea. on, the, no, on but the, I think the, the that's going be the shining city on the hill.
0: I think that's going to be what people are looking for in the next presidential right. election. I think, as much as anything, um, someone who makes them feel good about America and the future, and is optimistic, and decent, and not polarizing, yep, or condescending, yep, or you know, I think that's like I don't think I think if someone lacks that, they won't be able to. Make it out of what will be a very competitive Democratic
1: field. Yeah, yeah, Oh, for sure.
0: But we'll see because Trump made it out of a huge field. He did. And what he was, was just f- spewing. Was it 15? Yeah, I think it was 15. Well, no. Now, remember, they had so many people in it that they were having debates. Yeah. And they were having a undercard right, JV, right. the yeah, kids' table. that's right. With, like, six or eight people, <laughs> like Santorum right, right. and Jindal right, and, like, right. all these guys. Yeah, that's like, right, that's right. Like, fighting... And they would try, yeah. and what was her name? The, uh, and uh, Fiorino, yeah, like, yeah. and they would all try to, like, cut through the noise and say something just so, yeah, again, yeah. the race to the bottom. Like, yeah, yeah. I have to cut through all this noise that's out there because everyone's got 100 TV channels, a million social media accounts, and all stuff. I got to cut through all that noise with something so unbelievable yeah, yeah. that it gets me to the next Soundbite, level. Yeah, of course and that's what you know i hope that doesn't happen next time
1: i want to hear dirt malone talk but after he does i want i just want to uh, want to ask go after after dirt talks here i want to ask go do you think there'll be uh, a teddy a teddy kennedy to uh, jimmy carter in on the republican side for 2020
0: oh are you asking me now Somebody,
2: you, you no, is you think about it think about it now that dirt oh, Talk. Yeah, go All right, think about it this is what there's some fun facts about h w okay here we go he was known for his funky sock collection, okay. which I commend him for. Hated broccoli. Yes. Yeah, hated broccoli. <laughs> he, he didn't I commend him, him for that. Though. <laughs> in uh, 1943, he was the youngest pilot in the Navy, 18 wow. years old. Wow. That's crazy. Crazy. During World War II, he flew 58 combat missions. Shh. I mean, this goes with like, being a yeah. decent. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah, like beyond that. Nuts. He had a shit ton of awards. In college, he was captain of the Yale University baseball team and played in the first two College World Series.
1: Wow. wow. Didn't know that. So he's a ball player. Yeah. I knew he, play, knew he played baseball. Yeah, I,
0: I mean, it's that. back then, that it's uncanny, like Ted Williams, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like, oh, you can hit a curveball, yeah, yeah. then you can shoot down a plane <laughs> and fly. Like yeah. There's,
1: yeah. I guess.
2: yeah. Um, after uh, Hurricane Katrina, Bush and former President Bill Clinton formed the Bush-Clinton-Katrina yeah, Fund that was to help cool. the victims, yep. and in 99, he celebrated his 75th birthday by skydiving. Right. Five years later, he did it again. Yep. And five years after that, eighty-five, he celebrated going skydiving. Yep. And
0: that's incredible. And 90 at ninety perfect, years old, 90 perfect, he did perfect, it did again. Did he really at go 90, skydiving at 90? ninety? Yeah.
1: yeah. Look at his photo. of him. Yeah, yeah.
0: That is absolutely. <laughs> so incredible. that was
1: guy who was probably jumping out of planes. For Could you seven imagine years of his life, ninety jumping out yeah, of a plane? It's hard. It's hard to imagine. Yeah. yeah. But it was, I mean, yeah.
0: that is like, dude, if I jump from like six feet down, yeah, like just you know land yeah, yeah. right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, and listen to this one. I'm a little worried.
2: Yeah, of course. While Vice President Ronald Reagan, Bush acted as president for eight hours while yeah. Reagan was in when surgery. Yeah, Reagan was shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> when Reagan was shot. You just step in for eight hours no, just dude, in case, just in case. Right, yeah, yeah,
1: it's crazy. Yep. That's insane. Dude. Because the president was incapacitated. So the vice president becomes president if there's an instance where the president is not able to make decisions, and he was obviously he was under under anesthe- anesthesia. So it's not only when a president dies, but if a president has to have surgery like that or yeah. is out of out of is out of working order for some period of time, the vice president becomes the acting president. He said he doesn't. Th- this is for you. He doesn't like broccoli. I heard that he yeah. wanted to ban broccoli. My aunt used to always tell me that her. My aunt Ams. Shouts to Ams. <laughs> the legend uh but she would talk about the story about how like uh he didn't like broccoli and there was like he said it on some things like i'm president of the united states if i don't want to eat broccoli i don't have to eat broccoli and then like the broccoli farmers of america were like losing their shit (laughs) there's the protest right (laughs) there that was his big scandal (laughs) oh
0: do i long for the days yeah yeah of broccoli scandal
1: broccoli gate tan suits broccoli gate All right, so the are you going to
2: answer Debbie Pond? Yeah, the yeah. Pawn?
1: Is it going to be a Republican who runs against Trump and undermines Trump kind of in the way that if you go back and you look at, the, at history the way Teddy Kennedy did for Jimmy Carter, Teddy Kennedy kind of uh, really, in 1980, really made for Reagan – to become president in 1980, because it, Teddy Kennedy kind of like when when there's an incumbent president and somebody in their own party runs against them, mm-hmm. primaries of it, that like it damages the the person right. in office, and that definitely happened with Teddy Kennedy. So
0: I think the next two years, starting now, <clears throat> the next two years will be up there for two of the craziest years uh, in the history of America. Great. No, so, <laughs> I mean like it's just inevitable. Sure, okay, sure. like so you have a. Incredibly polarizing, in my opinion, um, scrupulous, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: president. Like, will whatever you think about him, sure, values power and I'm wealth, many and billions of dollars, has demonstrated no restraint, right, in sure. any fashion yep, in his yep, whole yep, life. Yep. So, willing to do anything, yep, cornered like an animal by pending uh, indictments, yep, already his na like. A week into his first term, his national security advisor had to resign and has been since indicted yep. and is cooperating. All of his team are facing indictments. okay? He yep. can't be indicted as a sitting president. Right. Most people don't think so. I, they, right. might, they might try that. Right. But because of that, so you have a major party with an incredibly vulnerable president. Right. His numbers are pretty fixed That are unlike, like, there's unlikely anything that's going to happen to make his numbers go up 20 points. Right. For the most part, he's had an incredible economy. Right. What else can, you know what I mean? Like, what else is going to, what could go his way in the next 18 months that's going to make him have like a 70%? There's no way. 55% of the country just does not like the guy. Maybe you could get 5%.
1: Oh Jesus! Fabricated quick war.
0: Well, I'm hoping not. But like, just in (laughs) terms,
1: not to laugh about that. It's not funny. So John
0: Kasich, who I I don't mind. No, no. Hey,
1: back to what we were talking about before. What the standard is now? I mean, like, do I not think you're a liar? Do I think you care about our country? Do I want to have like? You can be president. I don't want the
0: next president to be a Republican. All right. But uh, the next Republican president could be John Kasich for me. I'll say yeah, to yeah. that, like, if I'm gonna have a Republican president, give me someone like him who, like, dude, can I mean, talk to Democrats and maybe something gets done, and he's not. Dude, imagine
1: if Willard know? if Willard Romney was president right now. Oh, Jesus, dude, Willard like, Romney, Willard Romney to me feels like uh, Abe Lincoln.
0: I agree, but like to me, um, hey, don't get picky.
1: <laughs> oh, I <I'm>, do <laughs> get picky. Yeah, but you see, here's what, But I am picky. No, I, I know, like, I know, I, of course. You but, understand you know, what I'm so, saying?
0: Yeah, but like, you know.
1: I got, all right, so I got a tuna sandwich. You're starving. I got like, a tuna you. Like, to me, like, Kasich tuna, is like. Um, you're starving. I got a tuna sandwich for you. You're not crazy about tuna. Now, are you going to not, are you going to starve? you going to starve to death, or are you going yeah, <laughs> to eat the fucking tuna
0: sandwich? To me, like, one is a billionaire. Mormon, okay, and the other's like a working class guy from Ohio who's like. Oh worked. no no
1: no! I wasn't cho- I wasn't choosing between Willard Romney and, and John Kasich. I was just oh, that's we- what I'm i was just using yeah. I, any any example of people who might not have cut the cut. To it, me, cut Mitt it.
0: Romney's spineless. So like to right. me, okay. I'm, well, I'm gonna end up with guys surrounding right, right. him that turn him into Trump. Okay, okay. Whereas Kasich to me is like. Interesting. Okay. But so Fair I enough. think he's interested. Fair enough. And your I your standards
1: think he- are higher higher than mine, Mark Bernardi. Well, I tip look, my cap know. to you.
0: Yeah, you know, it's like picking it. a babysitter for your kids, man. <laughs> you're like, is that alcohol on his breath?
1: I don't know. Before you like, know it, hotscoopsi dot com. I
0: think K six interested in running even against Trump primary.
1: Right, right. Okay. Interesting.
0: And then you have the same thing happening on the Democratic side, which is a non Democrat, Bernie Sanders. Right. Has a huge following. Right. A lot of his followers don't like the establishment. Right. So
1: he would primary. He would run. He would run as a third party. Well, he's running or, as
0: a Democrat right, in the primary. Right. Right. He'll pretend to be a Democrat for eight right, months and run. Right. But there's a good chance he won't win. Right. And then what does he do? Right. He can't wait till next time. Right. I think the odds are whoever wins le- from the left wins the election. Right. And so, and I was worried this would happen last time, right. but I could see a scenario and it would just be total chaos. Yeah. But like, so Bernie then runs as a third party candidate right, right. and maybe Kasich does. Right, right, right. As, like, the never Trump coalition yeah, or whatever. Yeah, sure. And you could have four candidates.
1: Four viable candidates.
0: And what happens then is insanity. Right, and sure. if you ever look this up.
1: Well, I mean, it's. I, it's thought, I looked this up. Perot, I, Ross Perot. Right, Ross no, Perot was a had third, it, And had it. What did he get? 15%? But here's of, the thing, which you is can't, huge. You can't win the People Electoral
0: College if, those four, if four groups like that run. Oh, right, okay. You can't get right, enough right, votes right, to right. win. Okay. And then what happens is the Senate votes. There's this crazy so the Senate votes. It's a weird thing.
1: Does that stuff (laughs) still exist?
0: And like whoever (laughs) whoever comes in first is the president. And the VP of whoever comes in second is their vice president. So you could have a mixed ticket. I've heard that before. I've heard that. It's a crazy, crazy fucking scenario, like where you have to do all these crazy Machinations, but it ends up where you could get a split ticket. Right, right, right. But president and vice president in the White House yeah, yeah. from different parties. Not the last time, scenario. no, but I know until last time Sounds I'm like, awesome. wow, this would be really crazy. And I was looking through it. Now it's very un- right. unlikely. It's like a lot has to happen, but you're going to have like, I'm curious to see if Trump's entire um, team is indicted. Right, right. Let's say for a conspiracy with a foreign country right, right. to and they're felons. Right. And right. they're convicted all. Right. One's already been you know, right. it's happening. Right. Um and the Republican Party knows he's gonna lose. Okay, what does he do? Right. If he loses, he becomes a citizen and can go to prison. Right, right, right. Right. Statute of limitations is there, everything right, he's right. good. Right. He, the second he's not president, he can go to jail. Right. 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 Um would he resign? Right. Would he like resign and ask Pence to pardon him and then he's right. good? Right, right, right. Or like, would they? Would Republican Party be like, you can't be our candidate, you're cooked. Right? Will Trump? He doesn't seem like the Nixon to me. He would never concede. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll never, never. Now he might realize the writings on the wall and be like, I'm launching Trump TV. Fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah, I never sure. want any part I of it. I thought
1: Trump TV was going to be what happened in 2016. Anyway. He thought that. Yeah, at one I point. Thought it was going to be like Oprah, but going to be like Republican. I don't. Th- I <laughs> think
0: it's impossible to predict the next two years. But I think it's just going to be madness like yeah, that. Like I don't think it's it. going to be like. Okay, we have a sitting president. Who's going to win the Democratic side? It's one-on-one. Right. I feel like you have Bloomberg. You have all these weird forces. Sure. And everyone sees an opportunity. Yeah. And the president's vulnerable. Right. His party just got their... Even though it's not... Right, right. The narrative, the Democrats just got the most votes, the biggest margin ever... Right. ...in the history... Right. ...of the fucking country. Right, right. Now that they've counted all the votes. yeah. yeah. So, like, he's not... It's not... He's not producing victories. Sure, sure, sure. And what is his party going to do if they know like he can't win? Are they going to force him out? Is he going to go to war against them? Right. Does he then say, "Fuck you, I'm running on my own"? Right, right, sure. I was never Republican anyways. Let Kasich run. I'll beat Kasich. Right, right, sure. And get my twenty six percent and be president somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Yep. And then the imagine like you know, if like uh, Kamala Kamala Harris was the VP for Trump, for Trump,
1: insane. It's insane, and you know that Lincoln chose Andrew Johnson to be his vice president. Yeah, the who party was of, a, of rivals, right? Yeah, now, what do they call yeah, it? A team the team of rivals? Team of rivals. Yeah, right. yeah. So his vice president, Lincoln's vice president, there uh-huh. was chosen from the other party. So he, instead of pay, taking somebody who agreed with him on everything, he took somebody who disagreed with him on everything. Andrew Johnson was a terrible president, by the right, way. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. but uh, when Lincoln was killed, it's, Andrew Johnson was terrible. That's how it like a but the concept, works. Concept's kind of cool. If
0: you're surrounded by yes men, it's like.
1: Dirt Malone, talk about so, talk about something that's interesting. Not not this shit. Let's talk. No, it's Paul. I don't I know nothing I know. about politics. Uh, that's right. That's why it's, it's uh, you know. Uh, nah, I'm not saying shout, I out, do. To La faith. <laughs> shout out to Delafave. out to faith All I want to know
0: is shout is Dirt Malone. Fizz. Will Dirt Malone be registered to vote and voting in the presidential election in 2020? I voted. All right, well, there you go. So, so on.
2: Nice. I'm a voter. I vote. Voter die. Yep. Voterdie.com. But I just don't know. Politics, like you guys, you guys fucking live that shit. I can't, nah,
0: dude. I mean, it's. Uh, I feel like sco- you don't have to know politics to.
1: Sco's the voice of a generation on Facebook. Well, no, I you know. know, it, you know, you know, totally know. I know. I've totally stopped talking because yeah, I'm like, know,
0: yeah. at a certain point, I'm like, all right, well, the same. If the same 15 people are just agreeing with me, and the, no one else is saying anything.
1: Right. What I, good is it doing? I know. I hear you. And it's you know, it's. Uh, you see me? I try to be. I try to uh, go out there and evangelize and just. I try. I try to appeal to people who have, who I know are good human beings, but whose right. views don't seem to line up with what I know of them as people. Right. And that you know that takes you down. There's the like road I said, sometimes. there's a
0: lot of people who profit from that person you're describing having uh,
1: opposing views. Yes. To mine. I don't know.
0: Like Dirt Malone would say,
2: "Black hoodie season." That's it. <laughs> That's, That's it. what
0: I gotta say. That's it. So to
1: go from the unimportant to the important. I would like Dirt Malone. To Talk about the history of black hoodie season.
0: You're rocking that hoodie rather nice today. What's you going are. on?
2: I was talking about this the other day about how, like, the whole um, brand Go Hard was created and how it was like a kind of mischievous behind the scenes hidden counterculture. Yeah, yeah. counterculture. Yeah. Like, why is he wearing a bandana? Yeah. Why is Greg always taking photos, kind of covering space? Yeah, yeah. Why is all this? Because
1: yeah blacking out the eyes of yes. of everybody in the images for, a, for for the first year probably. Yes.
2: So it was uh it was something like that where it was just a brand that we created that was just in your face. A lot of our images were you know three words like, you know. For example, what's a good one? Live kill, your die huge. kill your idols. Kill your idols. Kill your idols. Live fast die huge. Be your own hero. All eat these the rich. things.
3: <laughs> things
2: yeah eat the, All these things. Holy shit, we've done so many fucking yeah. graphics.
1: You've but, done. Uh, you created them. No, you know, we created them together. Yeah,
2: well, you know. It's a, it's a special sort of But then the mat- black hoodie mat- season became matrimony. this fucking... This garment. This beautiful yeah, yeah. piece that you wear in the, the cold winter days. is kind of like manifested into a mindset where it's like, this is where you put your hood on. You fucking go into trenches. You put on some size... You put he's, on some fucking some it up pounds, right you put some weight on the
1: bar, and you just fucking... He looks like a shadowy figure Keep right your now. chin yep.
2: down, keep your fucking music tuned in, and yep. you just fucking go in. Yep. That's it.
1: And it's like, so that applies to the gym, but it also kind of applies to every aspect of your life. Yeah. You know, like, because that's what it was, right? It was like a, a... I think it was a thought that people who train could relate to, but it was also like the thought uh, that people who had difficult aspirations could relate to and the idea that like you know so much of the stuff i mean don't get me wrong so much of the stuff that we work on every day is lacks glamour entirely yeah but um you know i i remember you know us working on go hard and when we launched some stuff and whatever and like you know be at the self-service kiosk at the post office at 1130 at night on a work night, yeah. you know, sending out 14 orders one at a time in the self-service kiosk and stuff like that. And that was like, that was very much like the Black Hoodie season state of mind where it's like, here's what I have to do to improve my life yeah, or right. to reach my goal or whatever. And nobody's watching me right now. Nobody gives a shit. And mm-hmm. if I don't do it, nobody really cares whether I do that's it or it. don't right. do it. But I know that if if I'm going to improve, whatever that is, whatever that means, if I'm going to improve, then I need to do this work, Right? you know, this this work that has no, uh, there's no glamour involved, mm-hmm. you know, um, because that's what I need to do to, to push the ball forward in my life. And I was like that, that is, so I kind of feel like Black Hoodie season represents that. And it represents that also because of the time of year is the time of year where you're you know, you're not showing off in terms of, you're not showing off in terms of your uh, physical being, but you're also not showing off in terms of your your goals and your aspirations, and you're not showing off in terms of, you know, your day to day life. Instead, you're um, putting your head down, putting your hood up, and going to work in in the shadows. That's where that's where the whole thing came from. That's what it was rooted in. That was what it was inspired by. Right. It's a mentality. Do um, we do a state of mind. now? Do we do G-code ski masks? <laughs> yeah the backstory on that was that uh the very first uh shirts we ever did for go hard when really a lot of people who had bought into go hard and didn't know what the brand was all about um and didn't know who was behind it um didn't uh realize that um you know who we were or you know whatever some people on the inside knew who we were but other people didn't yeah. And uh, with our first launch, we just put embroidered black ski masks in with the shirts and didn't even, you know, advertise it or anything. So then because I wanted people to open up a box and get a black ski mask and be like. Yeah. What the fuck? Do what, I if do I I what, do what if I bought? What, do I, what kind of a brand is this? Like if, there like a moment of, if there was a moment of dangerous, <laughs> dangerous discomfort, it's like, like they joined a gang and they didn't know if there was a moment of dangerous discomfort. I thought that was like right in our wheelhouse. Yeah, That's what we were, we're going for. A moment of dangerous discomfort.
2: I remember there was there was the ski mask. And then another idea that you had floating around was we make a mixtape and we put, a a, we put it on a tape. We put it on a cassette an actual tape. On a cassette yeah. tape and then put that in order so people get it. They're just like, That's a huge I don't even thing. I didn't have now, a fucking you know, cassette player.
1: What do I do? It's funny, man. That was a long time ago idea because I wanted to create a scenario where we had to put we put tapes into orders and then people are like, Well shit, how am I gonna play this thing? <laughs> right. So then it starts a whole thing where it's they have like to go find it's it. It's like a hunt I to know, find a tape deck. I know.
0: No, it's like a huge thing. There's record labels that only do cassette, even.
1: No, I believe it. You know? That's it's crazy. Weird. Souls yep. of mischief.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. There they do that. He does a mixtape on a cassette, but you can get it on like CD. Shit. And he puts it on. I don't web. even
2: remember how to record shit on a cassette.
1: Yeah, because you're kind of you're kind of young. So you didn't do it enough. Have you
0: seen like, you know, the tapes of kids with like a rotary phone or a. They give them a CD and they're like, figure out how to play this? And they don't know. And the kid's like, just staring at it. But how's their music on this? I don't understand. <laughs>
2: and they don't it's know. Awesome. what to do. It's awesome. Yeah, the rotary phone. I I saw one video where some guy just had the fucking phone down, and he was just like clicking on the buttons, like thinking that they would <laughs> click or something. He didn't know right. what to do. Fuck,
0: That's technology. funny. Technology. Real. Fucking technology. Times are changing.
1: Time the times they are a changing. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Let's take a quick one for to regroup, and we're gonna come back and we're gonna go over I Alan just Iverson. My pants, I
0: alan iverson's all-time top five not including himself
1: it's very interesting starting five wow his all-time starting five and where i will part ways with AI. oh will you oh wow okay
0: yes be right back Please.
1: okay g code nation
0: i'm gonna try to do this all in under two minutes i don't know if i can this is orange thursday that's right our annual pre-holiday sale fuck black friday The real truth is at Orange Thursday, gcodenutrition.com. First up, the Orange Thursday Bundle. The brand new, built from the ground up, three quarter baseball tee. Woo! This shit is fire. You get that tee with the orange sleeves and the white base. 15 servings of pina colada crush Vice pre-workout and a free stash box shaker cup. All that for under 40 bucks. Just head to gcodenutrition.com, click on the Orange Thursday deals or the bundle deals. Also today, wow, we are doing some ridiculous things. How much time I have? Just a minute. All right. Spend $75. You get a free G-Code Juggernaut, our 64-ounce beverage receptacle. Spend $100. You get a free G-Code Fortified 40-ounce tanker. Spend $125. You get a free G-Code Body Bag Duffel Bag. Or for the heavy hitters out there, spend $200. You get all three gifts. That's right. Spend two bills. You get the Juggernaut the tankard, and the body bag. What else could you get to maybe hit that $200 threshold today? We got a sale on our RISE stack. to hidden bundle. Go to the bundle deals, go to supplements. You'll see the iced tea and the code orange RISE are at a discount today. You can get both of those together if you want to stock up for the winner and stay uh, protected against the elements. What else we got going on? Oh, I got 20 seconds left. We got the Black Hoodie Season back in stock. The Black Hoodie Season sweatshirt. We got the Earn the Crown Raiders tee back in stock. All sizes for both of those. I got eight seconds left. Holy shit. The Orange Thursday Bundle. You got to get that tee. You got to get that tanker. You got to get that juggernaut. You got to get that body back. And we are back. Dirt Malone approach. Microphone so,
2: so Let's talk about The holiday season I well, have
0: We're good go- are, are we gonna, gonna do that? the AI starting five Oh shit yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah yeah Let's do it. And then we'll transition To yeah, the yeah. holiday season Okay Awesome By the way Go to the Players Tribune
1: Okay Alan Iverson Players Tribune is great By the way It's
0: Alan Iverson In this is Alan Iverson Wow Written by Alan Iverson wow.
1: And you know what It's great that we're gonna Talk about AI Because I have a sort of a. I have a Mental, intellectual note to talk about, um, and we'll go there after we uh, talk about AI. Those, there's a transition there. Just and we'll come back to holiday season. I'm turning the lights in off ter- too In terms of times in our life, yes. Uh, well, so AI is AI, AI. is in a, a critical c- uh, character from an important time in our life. Oh
0: yeah, no, absolutely. And dude, Itch. this is the best thing that Players Tribune's ever done. It's the best thing. Wow. It is fucking awesome. Players Tribune's
1: great to begin with. It's so.
0: unbelievable the stories. Right. He's got a good one about Jordan right. about what it's like to be Allen, a lot of it is like, what it's like to be Allen Iverson, being who you are, being proud of who you are, and how like, no matter what you do, half the people love you, half
1: the people hate you. Right, of course, of course.
0: But, in the, so definitely go to the Players' Tribune and check that out, and it is just an awesome uh, website, they're on Facebook too, it's a good way to just get it in your feed every once in a while, I'm like... Holy shit! Iconic dude from my childhood. I telling saw me crazy the stories Darius Miles
1: article yeah, was un- incredible. Yeah, I didn't read it. I Darius, saw Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson. An right. Amazing article. Yeah, yeah. Amazing so
0: article. there's a lot of good stuff there, especially for hoops, but baseball, everything.
3: At
2: Players Tribune,
0: Players tri- the Players Tribune. All right. Yeah, I'll check it out. But so in the midst of that, he uh, Iverson lists his starting five. Okay, all-time starting five. Okay. Can I, can I can I guess it's starting five?
1: Sure. Is that a good is that a game is that a game worth worth playing?
0: I mean yeah, well you could give it a shot, but it's like it's very I'll put it this way, there's no one post eighty six or no one pre eighty six gonna Whoa. be on the list. So it's very much modern. Mm. Modern list. Mm. So, you know
1: And he's not on it.
0: He said, other than me, here's the starting here's my starting five, not including myself.
1: I gotta guess. Go ahead. Go for it. All right. So my guess would be Jordan, yep. LeBron, yep. Kobe, yep. Shaq, yep. Steph Curry. That's the five. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <Whoa>! Next segment. <laughs>
3: nice. <laughs> so, no,
1: that's just my understanding of Iverson and how he speaks publicly. So that kind of, I don't know. Right. Just seemed like what it would be.
0: Right. So that's the story of five. I'll tell you one other story from the article. Okay. That's awesome. You yep. nailed that. He said, so here I am. He's you like, read We're... that one?
1: <laughs> nope. So where am I life?
0: We're in Atlanta. He said we're we're in Atlanta. It's Jordan's final All-Star game. Okay. He's like so even though I'm signed with Reebok, I go out and buy a vintage 23 Bulls yeah, of course. Jordan jersey. He's like I cut the swoosh off. I put the whole I got the whole like Bulls thing on. Right. and That's what I'm going to wear entering the arena. Right. That's my little tribute to Jordan. I don't care who I'm signed with. He's a man, right. right? And he's like by the way like to anyone out there who thinks LeBron is as good as Jordan. Like, LeBron is a role model. He's an incredible, all-time, best-of-his-generation basketball player. But he's no black Jesus. And the Jordans, like, there's no one that even near Jordan. Right. It's a joke to right. say that someone's near Jordan. Yep. But so he said, so it's Jordan's last All-Star game. And he's like, and I got my Jordan jersey on. And I'm all excited to go in the locker room. No mic. Okay. Out by the court. No mic.
2: Okay.
0: Looking everywhere, trainers room. No mic. Podium. No mic. I'm like, God, where the hell's Mike? He's like, so I'm like, I gotta ask the coaches. Like, where's Mike? So he's like, so I go into the coach's office. Yeah. Feet up, on the desk. Chilling, smoking a cigar. Jordan in the coach's office at the All Star game. Okay. <laughs> like, and here I am, like wearing the Jordan thing. Right. And Jordan just like kind of like winked at me. Right. <laughs> I just walked out there and just like. <laughs> Jesus, black Jesus. <laughs> no one else can, no one else. Right. No, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here he is. It's his last All Star game and he's smoking. He's like, right, the room's filled with right. smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just smoking a huge cigar with his feet up on the coach's table. Right, right. He's like, who the
1: fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, guy? yeah, yeah, yeah. He can do whatever he wants. Right. Does what he wants. Now, was that last All Star game <laughs> on the Bulls or the Wizards? Do we know?
0: Like, I would last have to ever think. Ever All Star game? He said it was his last All Star. Okay. I would have to think. Um,
1: Wizards. Okay. Awesome.
0: Because you wouldn't know it was his last game if it was Bulls. Right. Because it's the middle of the
1: season. Yeah, of course.
0: And he retired after, you know what I mean? So it had to have been Wizards.
1: Yep. Final All-Star. Yep. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a very good point. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, That's dope. I I remember AI getting in trouble all the time for, um, he used to get in trouble Used to well, he got in trouble for his dress code to begin with. Yeah. There was a lot of racist stuff that he gets into of, all of it. All that of that it. grew out of the Iverson era because he he is one of the great all time trendsetters in the history of oh, pop yeah, culture. Is, yeah, And like he, he, tattoos exploded, throwback jerseys exploded, all the cornrows and stuff like that, all that sort of stuff cornrows and afros. A lot of that stuff really exploded because of AI. I
0: know? mean he says it at some point he's, like, he's talking about like, you know, early two thousands, he's like I don't think it was. It's an overstatement to say that I was like top ten most famous people in America yeah, at yeah, that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. And he w- he definitely was. Of course. Thirty yep. percent of the population, he was a
1: god. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, one of my mom's all-time favorite athletes. He's really yeah. She loved. Well, his backstory is crazy. His mom had him when he was when she was fifteen. So that that alone right. is insane. You know, he comes from came from nothing. Um, and then like, you know, the story was such that, you know, he went to jail as a senior in high school and yeah. all that. Oh, yeah. And then, and then John Thompson basically saved his life and John Thompson, um, was like sort of this mentor father figure for him, or at least well, it was portrayed as, spoil as, maybe it's not article. from the article. No, I don't want to spoil the maybe whole it's not article. not from the article. No, at no, least no. No. That was, that was the impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know, was so I'll tell you
0: the story he tells yep. about, he's just like list random things in the article. Yep. He's like, well, here's one thing I'll tell you about the night I knew John Thompson was for real. Okay. He said they were playing either Villanova or Syracuse or somebody, both ranked early on in the preseason or something like that. And uh, he's, 90, he's like, I'm 19. I look up, and there are these four kids in orange jumpsuits with shackles, heckling Iverson. They came because he had gotten in trouble in high school, and there was like, he's a felon, and blah, 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 and like chanting all this crazy stuff at him. Wow. And Iverson was like fucked up by it. Sure. Was like, holy shit. As, any, he's like, as anybody would be. like, I'm a kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, it's over. It's a big game. I'm on the road and yeah, here. Yeah. I'm coming out. He's like, and John Thompson went up to every player on the team. And was like, do me a favor, just grab your bag and go yeah. to the locker room. Yep. Right now. Yep. And so each player of the team grabbed the gym bag, all this stuff yep. packed up. They're like, what's going on? Yep. Put them in the locker room. And John Thompson went up to the referees and said, if you don't get those four motherfuckers out of the stands right now, we're forfeiting this game and leaving. Yep nice yeah. awesome and wouldn't bring his team back out onto the court until the guys were awesome ready. rightfully it's like so unbelievable yep yeah
1: that was the kind of man that John you know right. John Thompson has always been yeah. you know just of you at least you always got the impression just of yeah. utmost character yeah. and uh, fortitude right you know and wouldn't stand for that kind of shit. Yeah. and so yeah so like you know John Thompson sort of as the father figure because you know he landed at Georgetown um that wasn't the obvious choice when he was the best player in the country. Like, you know, and don't get me wrong, Georgetown's always been an elite institution and stuff, but Georgetown happened to be in their backyard, happened to be like, you know, this very, um, you know, sort of, old heritage old world history you know school with a lot of history um you know you have to have incredible grades to go to georgetown you know they don't tolerate fucking around there john thompson's the coach and it's very close to where he comes from exactly very prestigious place um so ai ending up there he ended up there because there weren't many other offers on the table because of what he had gone through whereas he could have gone anywhere prior to that and he landed there um it turned out to probably be at least it seemed always like one of the best things that ever yeah. happened to him yeah. you
0: know so uh holiday season dirt
1: i i wanted oh, to, yeah 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 so i had i had a, a thing that was sort of rooted from that same era but it was about mentality and stuff and i like i always think about like um stuff that occurs to me in tra- training in daily life and then like uh where the roots from that stuff were right so um and i think i've talked to you guys about this before right and it's just about like Um, the instances where being a fucking head case is to your advantage. Right. Okay. And I think about, um, when we were kids playing ball and how I would manufacture a conflict so as to make the stakes of a game better. right, right. (laughs) Like I would pick a fight with somebody, not actually pick a fight, but I would, I would find an offense in something that there was no offense in. Right to fire myself up, to make the stakes of a game more intense and to make myself play better and to make everybody play better or whatever. In my head, I thought that's what I was doing, right? And, like, that was just a thing that was completely manufactured in my brain in a moment in an attempt to push myself or make myself better, right? So, like, I, I'm I'm training this morning, right? And I'm a little pressed for time. And I had done my uh, 10 sets of squats, which I pretty much do every week now, mm-hmm. right? And I got done and I was like, all right, well, I don't have a lot of time, but I'm going to do leg extensions, but I'm going to do it, like, heavy-duty style, Right, so, I'm only gonna do two sets. No one's wish. gonna be a warm up, and one's gonna be a uh, working set. Okay? So, warm up set, you know, very little weight, maybe like what would be like four, four, sta- four uh, plates on a stack, you know, on a stacked uh, leg extension, right? So, maybe like 40 pounds, total, 40 something like that. 40 right? LBs. No big deal, right? But I'm like, all right, you know, just do like a good set to get the blood in there. I'll do like 30 reps, warm mm-hmm. up yeah. with 30 reps, right? And then, so there's, there's my warm up, warm up's out of the way. Now I gotta do my work set. So, I'm gonna make the weight like triple what it was. Right. And do like, you know, 100 pounds, 120 pounds, something like that. Right. And, I, and in my head, I'm thinking, all right, like, you know, get a good 12. But the week prior, I had said, get a good 12. And then I was like, no, motherfucker, get 20. Oh. And then I was like, no, get you got to do one more than the number you set for yourself. Right. And if you don't, you're an utter failure. Right. Right. So I'm like six, right? So I'm like six reps into this set. And I'm like, no, no, you got to do more reps now in the work set than you did on the warm up set. Right? And if you don't, you're going to fail at everything in life. (laughs) So at that point, there is no choice at all but to do 31 reps. Fighting
2: with his own self as he's doing it. There's no, there's no,
1: I I can't be a failure in life. I can't be a failure in life. I can't be a failure in life. This weight is what it is and it's not changing. I have to do 31 somehow. You ever like lose track of counting something, yeah. and you're oh, like, yeah. "I got to throw I some we're on. yeah, extra yeah. yeah. on to make up for it." I better the make I do at least five All more Because what if I'm off? Have I ever? Every yeah, fucking yeah. day I train, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. It's like so six, so, so, leg, I getting, so I ended up getting. So I ended up doing. I ended up doing the thirty one, almost like collapsing <laughs> afterwards, because your legs are so fucking shot, like quivering, and it, it it pointed out two things to me. One is the thought that, um, you know. You can really sort of will yourself to do more all the time. The mind gives up in, in before life, the body. In, in life in general, though, in in all instances, you can just sort of call yourself out Yeah. and be like, you need to step up, motherfucker. What's mm-hmm. your excuse? Step up and get something done here. And yeah. that could apply to anything, not just the gym. But then the other thing, too, and this applies to the gym, but also to life beyond that, too, is the idea that you always have so much more in you. Yeah. Like, I would have easily settled for 12 and 12 would have been a good set. Yeah. But then I had the standard of last week to live up to that I had to outdo. And then in the middle of it, I had my own standard that I had just kind of manufactured on the spot, calling myself out and mm-hmm. being like, listen, motherfucker, if you can't do 31 here, how can you ever do anything important in your life? And it's a ridiculous <laughs> thing to talk It's a no, ridiculous. No, no, no. It's true. But it's ridiculous. I realize that that's such a. I mean, there's people dying in this world, there's wars happening. I think
0: happening. that's human. It's true. I think it's do. like you have to. First of all, there's like an addictive component to it where sure. like you have to keep challenging yourself yes. and pushing yourself sure. like it's the very nature of what you're right. doing is to do that right. so like i don't think it's i think that's like part of the mentality that comes with it of course you know course. what i mean like got, you hit a pr yeah, and yeah. if it was like a little easy yeah, and yeah. then you're like well then yeah, yeah. i have to
1: right i have to fail right of course <laughs> like i have to add 10 more you know what i mean of course like, of course of course
0: it's just the nature of it you know
1: so, so like there's always you just always have so much more in you than you probably give yourself right. credit for right you know what i'm saying in yeah. a lot of these instances you know think about yeah.
2: When, I, when I'm on my 10th set and yeah. I'm like, I got four, uh, four plates on each yeah, side yeah. and I'm only doing a couple, yeah, yeah. I think in my head, I'm like, well, Delafave's squatting like 900 right, pounds. Right, right, sure. Yeah. Right. So I should be able to do He's two more. I'm a human. I'm well. a human. Right. And yeah. it's, right.
1: But like, you know, and that goes back to thinking about like the state, the only standards that matter, I've always said, right. are like yeah, the yeah, yeah, best yeah. you can possibly do your ideal self. And then like whatever the best anyone can do is. Yeah. And those are the only two things we're right. chasing because everything else is bullshit. Yeah. Like everything else is nonsense. You can't chase YouTube and all. And I, don't get me wrong. I realize that that's one of the reasons that people continue to exceed is because they, they see what else is happening out there and right. they realize that well, if that guy can do it, so can I and all that. But at the end of the day, all you can be is your best self. Yeah. And but always keep in mind whatever the best thing in the world is, because maybe your best self is better than that. Who fucking knows? It was a uh, who knows, you know. I
0: was flying two weeks ago. I was like on a plane. It has like all this like preloaded content you can watch, right? And sure. it was like delayed, sitting on a runway, whatever. I'm like, what the hell does this thing have? Let me yeah, just yeah. see, right? Yep. So there was. I stumbled upon this awesome thing, dude. It was Kobe and Shaq interviewing each other.
1: Ah, very, and it was
0: like a forty-five minute thing. It was like recent, so it's like all their career included, right? And like laughing and like going through all this insight, dude, and like how much they used each other, right? Constantly, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal,
0: like how like when Shaq got his fourth ring, yeah, he's like Kobe's like I shot. Probably like fifteen thousand jumpers in the gym the day after you guys left. Right, right, right. It's right. Like I was up at three a.m. Yeah, yeah. Livid. Yeah, yeah. Live because yeah, yeah. the whole reason Kobe was gonna sign with the Bulls and lead the Lakers because he thought if I keep winning rings with Shaq, right. that's what they're gonna it say. Reminds me. me, right, that they'll never talk about me as the greatest basketball right, player right, of all time if right. I win all my rings with Shaq. Right. So I'm leaving. Right. And then they traded Shaq, and he's right. like, "Oh, I guess I'm staying." He was right. literally like about to buy a house in Chicago. Wow. And that's when he stayed. And it's crazy to me that it would have been the Bulls too. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. well, it's part of the no, he's I don't, Jordan fixation. Right, right, that's a big part of it.
0: Um, but yeah, and he's like, and then so Shaq got the fourth, and he's then then he's talking about like how then Kobe got tied him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Kobe got the fifth. Right, and they're talking about Shaq, and Shaq's like, I'm not gonna lie, like I think right now, like I should just go sign with the Warriors. Like he's still <laughs> right, he's right. still mad yeah, 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 that sure. Kobe got one more, but right. like. Kobe, it's an interesting thing, like, in Kobe's mind, like, so much of what fueled Kobe yeah. was revenge. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. He said he started in Italy yeah. where he's the only black kid, when right. it, you know, because his dad was over there playing ball. Right. And so, like, everyone's, like, being racist towards yeah, everything. Sure. And, like, when he got on the court, it was the only way he could take revenge because he right. couldn't even speak Italian right, right, sure, with the other kids. Yeah, yeah. So they're just making his life hell. Then yeah, he'd yeah. get on the court and be like, I'm going to pay you back. yeah, yeah. And he said that was always his thing. So he loved, like, people hating him, the, the, being on the road. Yep. He loved road games. Yep. He loved separating with Shaq and trying to get yeah, more yeah, than Shaq. Yeah. Like, yep. beating Boston. Yep. Like, you know, yep. hell-bent fucking.
1: It, it was interesting to see. He's, uh, he's a perfect example of a head case. Yeah. Genre- oh, That's yeah. that generally. Per- Absolutely. You know, but, it, like, it, talking about, like, the thing I'm talking about, like, uh, in terms of. Somebody out there who's like ultra successful and oh, yeah, yeah, willed no. himself to be right. that, and it's I, just venom. <laughs> and my argument, and my argument too, like uh, you know, we've talked about this, like uh, Kanye teetering on the precipice of sanity. Right. Oh, there's a little bit of that right. to Kanye, and I think uh, part of it is like you're so driven, and you're so intent on willing yourself into a position that you're. There's inner conflict. There's conflicts outside. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like you're tearing yourself apart in the name of right. this greater fucking goal. And it's right. like – and there's a fine line between, you know, yeah. being ultra successful or completely right. bursting no. into flames. Yeah, Kobe you know? talks
0: about like, like a practice where he's like, I knew yeah. I was going into the practice like this one day. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to fist fight Shaquille O'Neal. Right, right. right. What was I right, like, right, he's right. like well, I'm gonna yeah, get yeah. fucking killed? But I was like, I'm gonna like I'm gonna piss him off. Yeah, yeah. And today I need to fight him. Yeah,
3: yeah. Like yeah.
0: and when they're on the same team. Yep. Um. Yep. But it's really interesting, man. Like he is I, one thing I took from it, like Kobe is like uh incredible tactician.
1: Yeah, I believe. And it.
0: thinking about the game. Yeah, yeah. He was saying all these things about like and 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 Shaq was talking like, yeah, you know why I'd come in out of shape because I'm like oh, I got the young kid. He knew going in the off season right. that he could that Kobe was so nuts, right, right. That Kobe would come in in perfect shape, ready right. to go day one of the season. Right. So Shaq didn't. Have to. Right,
1: right, right, right. He, wow. He like
0: I could, just, I knew. he's like I knew I could just come in and coast the first sixty games. Right, right. Because you were going to be fucking crazy right, and right, ready right. to go. right? So wow. Shaq wouldn't even work. He's like, you understand, man. I was getting hackishacked. shacked <laughs> I, was, I was sore, man. I needed I the rest. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. Awesome. awesome.
0: Um, All
1: those commercials
2: more. that Shaq's done. Yeah, yeah. Everything. The general. What so else? Sh- listen to this, dude. Icy hot.
0: Every <laughs> year still, to this day, once a year, he has Shaq Fest. It's a real thing. Where he... Rents a little space, and he has companies come out and pitch him on how they'd be involved and he'd be involved in their next marketing campaign and how they would use him and how much they would pay him. Wow! And he's done it for twenty years. It's him, and he sits there and he listens to these proposals and he's like, "Sorry, can't do it. Sorry, can't do it. Sorry, can't do it." Shack Tank.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What's interesting is that uh, did you ever hear the story about how you never cashed a check from the NBA?
0: while it, he was playing right NBA so it was like salary.
1: you know all the craziest things in the world and all the stuff that he has and all the material goods and yeah, yeah, yeah. built paying his bills and putting his kids through school and every other responsibility he has on a mega crazy level because you're Shaq uh never once spent a dime of NBA yeah, money yeah he,
0: he would he didn't spend any of his NBA just money like 10 years into it what was his
1: yeah. initial contract so, so that we think I mean, it was ninety-two, so it's not like what they are now. But it was still a ton of money. And for over the course of that whole career, that money just went in the bank or into investments. Never touched it. Jesus, because he made that much money on endorsements. And I mean, just talk about just being brilliant with your money. I mean, that's. I wonder how much
2: he made from Shaq Fu. I mean, here's a guy who's (laughs)
0: platinum, platinum rap album. Oh, he's got three or four gold or platinum albums. He definitely has two platinum albums. Um. Been in films. Yep. Uh, a deputy, right? Yes, He's
1: a, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Deputy sheriff. All or whatever. kinds of crazy, weird yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's a DJ. He's yeah, a yeah. big DJ. Yeah, I think yeah,
0: that's yeah. what he does now. He's a DJ. Yeah.
1: What's his, which He's is weird. Does analysis, right? Like TV analysis. Oh, well, and yeah. Stuff. TNT. That's yep. like his. Yep.
0: Kush job. Yep, yep. Crazy dude. Yep. Oh, what the fuck is
2: it? I'm trying to see how much he made from Shaq. Oh, Fu. yeah.
0: So, speaking of talking about making things up, so yeah, one yeah. thing he said is like. He went into a game against uh, David Robinson and he told reporters, like, and he made this linger for years. Shaq kept talking about, he's like, When I was a kid, I met David Robinson and I asked him for an autograph and he said no. (laughs) And he was going to a game against the Spurs and he's like, telling this to the press and he's like, And I'm going to kill this guy for that. Right.
1: Right. right. <laughs> it's
0: like 15 years yeah, after it's like, know, it's like 12-year-old yeah, Jack yeah, yeah, yeah. got stiff by the, yeah, you know, 89 Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm going to kill it. like and it, every time they played, right. it was like they, it would come up like a reporter would be like, "Oh, the autograph." He's like, "I'll never forget it." Blah, blah, right, blah. Right. And here it is. It's like 10 years after he stopped playing. He's like, oh, I totally made that up. <laughs> he said he made it up. He made it up and convinced himself it happened. Right. Yeah. This is what I'm so talking then about. when he that went to the stuff? game he would just try to demo like the David Robinson had like respected his, disrespected his twelve-year-old yeah. boy
1: self. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's the that's like the crazy shit. Like, are you able to fa- basically fabricating these these offenses yeah. or these challenges or these slights or whatever? And the, you know, get me wrong. There's plenty of slights out there in the world if you if you're looking for them. Right. But just the idea that like, what can you do to motivate yourself?
0: Yeah, I mean, you see like sometimes a guy will be like picked twentieth and yep. he should have been the first yep. pick, and yep. he's like. Warren Saps like, yep, I'm yep, going to get yep. 10 sacks on every
1: team. Bodybuilding relevant, but I, I saw this thing, you know, it talk about like Dorian Yates and like what a, um, you know, like a brutal hard trainer he was and that he was from Birmingham, uh, England, as opposed yeah. to, you know, the, the States and whatever, and like trained so hard and like the blo- ah, blood, blood and Guts videos are so on, fucking Yates. intense. Right? And he talks about like how the guys, the guys from um, – the, all of his best competition were American and most yeah. of them were from LA. So it's like Flex Wheeler, Sean Ray, all these guys who like, you know, and he would talk about how like he would be going to the gym to train in this fucking dungeon and walking in the snow in England. Right. And he's like, and I would sit there and I would imagine Flex Wheeler and those guys like driving a Ferrari in Venice to Gold's gym Yeah. and how they're like living this posh life in Los Angeles. And I would think, I'm gonna make them fucking pay for that. Right. Hashtag black hoodie right. And in, in his head, yeah, in his head, he would think about uh, the discomfort he was in feeling. Right. Like, and they're
0: like toasting champagne. And, and, and the li- and the lives, whether <laughs> and that,
1: like to what degree any of it was true or not. Right. But in his head, he's thinking to himself like the guys who are competing against me are living much better lives than I am and enjoying all the finer things in life. And for that, I will make them pay. Yeah. And like that is fucking. I love that. It's so yeah. fucking profound. Yeah, wait, that man. that impulse is so profound. Like if can you carry can, it a great if you heights. can cue yeah. in on that and really fucking focus on that, um, and even though like it's it's about stuff that's beyond you, and it's about it's not about necessarily focusing on other people, but no, it's because it's mind- not about
0: your interaction with them. No, no, it's in your head. Yes, you're
1: just using it as yep. fuel. That's it's it. not. That's it. You're not disrespecting anyone
0: or being a dick. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, no, no. If it if it gets to that point, it's like no,
1: that's when it's bad, right? That's when it's right. bad. And if you're you know you're. Uh, an asshole you're calling people out doing right. things like that that's like I'm that's a whole different fire. that's a whole different deal but if it's just about you and your own internal conflict and your own internal motivations like right. fucking awesome so go on to talk about the holiday season
0: oh dirt dirt mom. yes
1: oh um as i was shoe boxing earlier uh yes I, it, the, the mystery it of the dawned shoeboxing. on me
2: that um i have some holiday gifts oh that would be great for people who are uh in the bodybuilding realm do it So I think a good gift is a rice cooker. Amazing gift. Amazing gift. Right? $25 $25
1: or less, right? Yes.
2: Yep. Another one is uh, a Tupperwares, glass Tupperwares. Okay. Okay. What the fuck? Crockpot. Crockpots. Crockpot's a good one. Uh, What about the stainless steel? No, it was the fucking, uh, what the hell did I, that one year I got you I don't know. I oh, 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 the,
1: the skillet. The skillet. Yes, yes. Dermalone bought me a skillet for D- cast D- iron get skillet. Dermalone bought me one of those. And I swear to God, every single time Tara has cooked since. I mean, I use it too, but yes. every single time Tara has cooked since. Like, all right, if we're going to talk about, like, levels of skill in the in the kitchen, right? Yeah. Like, I, your boy over here, right? I will only make eggs on, like, a non-stick pan. Because yeah. mm-hmm. my skills aren't such that I can make them in a skillet right, and not it massacre paint. them. Yeah, yeah just tough. massacre them. I don't think I can Whereas do that. she can. Wow! But she uses that fucking skillet pretty much every time, like she cooks. So that, like, so if you talk about a gift that, like, <laughs> you, someone got mileage out of, yeah. h- however long ago you gave me that, three years ago, um, it's probably been used. Three, yeah, and if there's 365 days in a year, she's probably used that 1,000 times since you wow. gave it to me. Wow. wow! So talk about a gift. That, that keeps, keeps on giving. giving. Nice. You know what I mean? Nice. It's a gift yes. that keeps on sizzling. That's <coughs> an, ama- amazing, it's an amazing gift Ermalone. Malone. It's a good call.
2: I was thinking about that. I was like, just like little gifts, because yep. I, I don't know. There's like little parties that go on here and there sure, during sure. the season. It's like, go get a $30 grab bag gift. It's like a fucking cast iron skillet.
1: Yeah. Everyone can use that. It's something really, really like functionally worthwhile. Yeah. You know, like, because it's it's one thing, like, you know, you can get somebody something cool. And and in, in all honesty, giving somebody anything, it's just a gesture mm-hmm. and you know, I'm just showing kindness to another person, especially if it's something you put thought into. But like, there's nothing better than somebody gives you something that you're gonna use a lot. Like, yeah. it's like holy shit! Here's this thing I didn't have, and now I use it all right. the time. Yes. That's
2: amazing. And then the, there's one more thing. Okay. Which at a random trade show, there was a booth that sold these things called performance pins. Okay. And you get two uh, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. And I remember. what you do is, if you're doing a machine, we've used them with you before. Daryl. Yeah, you put whatever it is. Oh right. Into like your lowest set, and then you put these performance pins it's like your middle set and your top set. So once you're going as heavy as you can, you drop the load and then, boom, the pin comes out. Yep. And then you go to your middle set, boom, and then it yep. comes out. So it's like a good way to do a it's drop set.
0: Drop, drop set. by set, yourself yeah, when you're training breaking, by yourself. Break and stride. So no, Performancepins.com.
1: Yeah. When, when you're training by yourself, it's yeah. like a drop set without a training partner. Check it out. The a pretty Beautiful. sick. That's a good call. But they're expensive. That's a good call.
2: I got them for 20 bucks at a What's trade show. That? I think they're selling for like 50 now.
0: And you got oh, a little man. log book, right, for workouts?
2: uh Isn't yes a
0: certain company that sold that yes that
2: like? it's called sweaty journal it's Sweaty uh, journal s-w-t-y journal
0: okay
2: and it's uh you know just a log where you can keep your workouts kind of write yourself little notes and i think it goes bi-monthly so you do that you have your goals in mind your fitness nice. goals and all that stuff and it's a, a shout out to at
1: sweaty journal check nice. it out
0: so it's like the segment on the news where the girls, like, hey, yeah, here's yeah, some good some gifts, t- some things, gift some tips. dirt Malone's gift tips.
1: You know what's a, you know what's a dope uh, that I picked up last year? If we're talking about like a um, training essentials, okay. Um, you know, like I, I've had over the years, I have burned through a couple uh, of the neutral Bullets and the Magic Bullets uh, blenders, right? I've used, burned through a couple of those, and yeah. you know, you get a pretty good amount of mileage out of them, I and they're not crazy expensive. Right, but I I happened to get a I believe the brand is it, is it Oster or Oster? Oster? Yep. Okay. They have like their own version of it that I believe was at Target for 1995 or 24.95. 1995 Oster, Oyster, Oster. It's one of those
2: where you just slap it down and turn it. Yep. And I want to
1: say 1995 or 24.95. And I've had it for two years going strong and it's, held up perfectly and i mean that's really inexpensive for a blender so like that's like a you know it's pretty much like single serving or like maybe two servings like two like two 12 ounce servings of like a like we do green smoothies in there constantly Mm -hmm. and i also do like hashtag meal in the mug you know where i'll make like a meal replacement (laughs) meal replacement shake right out of just like a, a whole food options blend them up and it's like you just had a meal but it takes you. 30 seconds to make and 30 seconds to drink. Right. Um, and that thing's perfectly suited for that. Perfectly suited, like I said, for like if you do like a gre- greens, fruits and veggies smoothie or whatever. Like, And it's enough where like I'll make a green smoothie in it and then like Tara and I will each have like a 12 ounce one. Nice. And that's like in one unit. And like I said, 25 bucks at the most, maybe yeah. 20 bucks. It's like I got two, I've got i gotten two years out of it so far of steady use. So that's a pretty, it's another, do- another dope one.
2: You know what we were talking about on this day, squad casting as of last year? What's that? G-Code robes and slippers. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well. It's was on that, the list.
1: I was dug that in the, the archives. Was that, <laughs> the re, was that the relaxation segment? Mm. The c- caring for yourself segment? Dude,
0: I don't, I don't know if we were there a year ago.
1: We need more of that. Yeah. I need more of that right now. It I need to take up, some of my own like, tips.
2: It was a, s- a squad cast where we're talking about
1: slippers and robes, and yeah, you were like, yeah. hashtag robe life and yeah. all these things. <laughs> Dude, uh, I don't even remember that. That's, that's awesome. I do, I do remember that because we were talking about like little things you can do to take care of yourself. Oh, wow, well, yeah. That was what the theme of the segment wellness. was. Wellness? Yes. <laughs> it was like a wellness segment. Yeah. Maybe um, we'll
0: do a wellness cast sometime.
1: We do need to do a wellness cast. I, 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 would, I have plenty of notes for that. I would love to do that. Love to do a wellness cast. But we
0: got to do it from like a spa. <laughs> Ooh,
1: I like the spa. A
0: hot tub in the backyard, of Dirt
1: Malone Nordic spa. Nothing Greg, but Greg I've...
0: took a pot brownie and fucking yeah. <laughs> just totally. I'm just wellness. having
1: a pleasant conversation and, and there's a dick out. <laughs>
0: uh, and on that note, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Great moments. Life. I don't Great know. We, do we have time for
1: eating? Of course, always. God, I gotta think. The what? dirtiest thing you've, you've eaten. Ended. Foodcast intro. Trish sure, sure. now. The cast. I'm dying for a quesadilla. From Fat Boy Sunday to Fat Boy Sunday. We got 30 tacos on the Class. table. So give it up for the bowl of
0: 115 a breakfast sandwiches. Wow. A couple Sixers
1: a Eight donuts. Okay. Yeah. Reese's Puffs are better than Peanut Butter Captain Crunch. So
0: they're taking stem cells and they're making hamburger meat. I'm meat.
2: generally a Ben and Jerry's guy. Kill and eat shrimp. That's my thing. Fried
0: It's a man-
1: pretty manly kind of fucking snack.
0: Philadelphia cheesesteak egg rolls. Eat this whole fucking tray.
2: The dirtiest thing you've eaten.
0: cast. Oh. Stack again.
2: The
1: Foodcast. God, that's gorgeous. It is gorgeous as a work just of like art. Just like a horse's. It's gorgeous just like a horse's. That's one of your great works of art, Dermalon. Of many. The Squadcast intro, it really proves your prowess. When I have more time, I'll, I'll switch it up. What's your
0: dirty thing you hath eaten?
1: uh is everybody out there use the hashtag (laughs) dirtiest thing you've eaten too i used it the other day and i realized it's only been used a couple times really wow Uh, the word eaten, no dirty the hashtag dirtiest thing you've eaten dirtiest thing you've eaten yes okay so one word dirtiest thing you've (laughs) eaten. yes that's a dirt malone word e-a-t-e-n-e-d hashtag hashtag dirtiest thing you've eaten and uh like all the all the OGs out there who are really down with the cast I need to see you start using it I'm going to start yeah. using it on a regular basis whenever mm. whenever I post edible profanity
0: I'm trying to think edible profanity it's not from a lack of dirty eating. I just think, I need the I need a i need a what do you call it a sweaty book? What is
1: it? Sweaty <laughs> journal. <laughs> to, to, to,
0: I need a sweaty journal for dirty eating.
2: The dirtiest thing I've eaten was through Greg's Instagram. It oh. was a uh, fun funfetti oh, that's Cupcakes.
1: Not, that's not fair. Through. That was mine. Oh, you took it. That his. was mine. That was mine. He he looked at my Instagram and then he he lived vicariously through me.
2: Visually eaten
1: Yeah. I yeah. I was, was going to talk about that. <laughs> I wrote holy shark. I know. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Can you but think of, of anything? Because I'm clean. trying to think. I had some quiet? like a lot of uh, clean eating, a lot of salads being. I had eaten some over like here, I,
0: guess. I had some buns, yeah. which you would think would not be like okay unhealthy, but like fub buns. But they're mm. like kind of fast foody mm. with like shrimp tempura so the, and like, smothered with mayo. So the Korean style, deal. Korean style, yeah, buns. Korean yeah, style yeah, yeah, bun, yeah. Oh, but like incredible, but like almost.
1: Grimy. If for for folks who don't know what the what it is, imagine like the Korean version of like an empanada. It's almost like a burger. It's almost like a hybrid between a burger and a dumpling.
0: Yes, it looks like okay. it, it looks like a folded over half side of a bun. Yep. That's like maybe not cooked. It looks like dough almost.
1: Glorious.
0: They're really good. Holy but this, shit. This was like really grimy, nice. grimily made in a good way, nice. but like just smothered Filth. with like yeah. <laughs> Tempura and, <laughs> and mayo and I'm salivating right yeah, now. I wish yeah,
1: I me could too. eat them. Me too. Here's here's well, what I had. Far Pretty away, good. We could Pretty do good.
2: It Not dirtiest thing I've eaten. Oddest, weirdest thing. Okay, okay go. So it. there's White Castle in my town. Okay. Yeah. I've been getting fucking bombarded with ads for this impossible burger, which is like a vegan okay. fucking burger yeah, at White yeah, Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Aaron and I are in the car, like, we gotta go fucking try this thing. I okay. don't care. Uh-oh. Just to fucking try it. A
0: vegan White Castle burger. Yeah. Okay. It didn't taste Hashtag great. At what's the point?
2: They needed to put a shit ton of onions on it. It okay. didn't taste like the original White Castle sliders, but I was like, I had to try sure, it. Sure, sure. Yeah. Wasn't great. Don't get it. Don't ever get it. Another thing they have is the turkey slider. This okay. is a White Castle. Which okay. tastes like a chicken ring sandwich with cheese. Interesting. But it's turkey. Interesting.
0: Is it fried? I
2: guess so. It's just a turkey no. burger, right? And then another one had apple butter on it, and it was just fucking disgusting. That's,
1: that's White, Castle. White Castle. White Castle is
0: approaching... What guys are trying too much? Too Fugazi. Much, Fugazi. Too much. Just they're doing too much. Why am I going to White Castle for a vegan burger?
2: because yeah. I saw it and I was—we were no, by no, there and like I was like, "I just, just mean, the I mean
0: the royal eye, yeah. oh. like the universal Sco- eye, yes. the like I go, as go there. The I go to consumer. White Castle for one thing, and it's diarrhea.
1: On call. On call.
0: While I wait for food on demand.
1: Um, wow. yeah, the, you know what I, as one of my favorite burger connoisseurs, burger craftsman, burgersman, burger buff, the who will not be at Waits Mania this weekend, by well, the way.
0: Well, you know, some people keep it real. It's disgusting.
1: And I, the thought of having a Waits Mania without Burger Buff is like, I don't even understand. It's like 10,000 spoons. I don't even have any idea. <laughs> no idea what he's talking about right now. If you have any idea what that referenced,
0: <laughs> the please 10, write us the ten thousand. Sorry, spoon I'm flat.
1: Hashtag PO Box A Two. Hashtag? hashtag Ten Thousand Spoons. No idea what he's talking about. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm just gonna just like I just like I I sort there of. Is no spoon. I here this is what I did. I I went inside. I knew took everything I knew of Alan Iverson, and I went into his brain and I channeled him and I came up with his top five. Oh. I'm going to take everything I know about Dirt Malone, I'm going to channel it, I'm going to go into your brain, and I'm going to assume that's a reference from the red-headed singing dude. The important thing is, is it your final answer? Ed Sheeran. No. That's my final answer. (laughs) Alanis
2: Morissette. Ah,
1: okay. Your other favorite. Okay, okay. It's like Ryan. Is 10,000 Spoons in that song? (laughs) Or is that a different Morissette? Yeah, Banger. it's like
2: uh, ten thousand spoons when all you yeah, oh, need is
1: soap. a knife. Oh, Christ! It's need like need rain Oh, like rain on a rainy day. I'm like, what? Isn't that what she says? Is yep. it like rain on a rainy day? It's like
2: Fuck. rain on your wedding day.
1: Oh, okay. We'll see. That's where. You, you... What's I feel like, like that? I feel like there's like lyrics that you hear a thousand times and you never really know what they said. Oh, That's yeah. one of those. I love Ed Sheeran I've like heard there's
0: songs I've ignored 10,000 times and I've never. Yeah, it
1: well, certainly talented. There's lots of people out there who are talented who I don't like their music. But uh, <laughs> where the fuck were we? Dirtiest thing we've eaten. The dirtiest thing you've eaten. Oh, all right, dirtiest mm-hmm. thing I've oh, eaten. Yeah, it was stolen. Dirtiest thing I've eaten. Uh, Sco- uh, I mean, uh, Dirt Malone already made reference to, but yeah, there was uh, some baking going on. The Let's look at twins it. twins had their fourth birthday. Shout wow. to the Twins. Shout to the, to the Twins. twins. Shout out to the Bash Time Sisters. Time is flying. Man, <laughs> is it ever. Shouts to the Bash Sisters. Um, and uh, Tara baked cupcakes for their birthday, which is always usually vastly superior to any kind of cake you're ever going to acquire elsewhere. Right. Um, Absolutely. And uh, so we had Funfetti cupcakes uh, with mm. creme chaz icing, and there was a remix version of it that was that, but with Oreos on top. Oh, God. And then she also made Oreo chocolate chip brownies. Wow! So those were the dirtiest things that oh. I. Ate. Oh. <sighs> Sounds fucking amazing. I'll, I'll tell you, mm. I'm a cakesman to begin with. Mm. Uh, and yeah, that was me. Uh, <laughs> cakesman. So so I'm a cakesman to begin with, right? And <laughs> oh, I told sorry. you that my mom had made a funfetti. <laughs> is that the is that the dirtiest thing you've eaten? Alarm that things <laughs> yeah. are too obscene. Uh, yeah, my mom had made a cake over Thanksgiving <laughs> with the with the twins or whatever the hell that was. Uh, and I was the only one who ate it. So I think I told you guys that I had like a six consecutive day cake <laughs> right. eating streak. Daddy, you <laughs> ate our cake. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then Tara made these cupcakes and I just pretty much pounded all of those too. Um, Lay off me. See, I'm starving. That's it. The fucking cupcake. The cupcake is one of the most perfect things constructed known right. to man mm-hmm. in terms of um, its sizing and its ability to be crushed I'm mass so quantities. goddamn
0: hungry right now that it's, it's fucking... You sko can crush... A tragedy. I know starving. How, how starving he was.
1: starving. That was like 11 hours ago when we oh started the God, cast. Dude. And Skull was in already food, on the brink. In food time? Yes. That's years five ago. Five goddamn
0: Oreos on a plate right now? That's what I need. Only five?
1: That's it. So the dirtiest thing I've eaten were just incredible cupcakes and brownies. And I need more of that right now.
0: We're going to go get it.
1: Let's go do it. Sounds incredible.
0: Thank you for joining the cast.
1: On the next cast, we will take questions from the audience, so be prepared for that. We'll take questions live on Instagram. We'll figure out some way to do it. Maybe it'll be on an Instagram post, but we want your questions. We want your input. We want a fam cast. Yes. Yeah. A holiday fam cast. It's coming. we just having a pleasant conversation, and, and there's a dick out. Sometimes it happens. <laughs> Let's go eat. Peace. Dude, I have so...